a few weeks ago the senior pastor started a series on prayers and I, I have paid particular attention to this subject I have carefully followed these teachings and those of the other pastors uh, who have dealt with the subject from their various perspectives I'd like you to please salute my co-ministers in the vineyard Pastor Steve, Pastor Collins and of course the set man of the house who started the series in itself this morning I will want us to further examine this particular subject because it forms the basis of our Christian race prayer in our context as believers is the communication between man and God the Bible says that for as many that believed he gave them the power to become what? the sons of God there can be no true sonship or daughtership without communication and there can be no true sonship or daughtership if there is no prayer with God if water is essential to life then prayer is essential to the Christian and I have selected this morning my key text from Luke 1 11 I beg your pardon and I will be reading from verses 1 to 4 uh, in what you popularly know as the Lord's prayer Luke 1 verses 1 to 4 now read with me it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he sees that one of his disciples said to him Lord teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples hmm. so he said to them when you pray say our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one is it in your bible this morning I shall be speaking on this briefly on the subject that I've titled Lord teach us to pray our father and our God we thank you for this day I thank you for the privilege of standing before the saints to give that which you have laid on to my heart father I ask that Lord let this word stand for us rather than against us in the name of Jesus that as we pray as we learn from you you would open up the heavens to us in the mighty name of Jesus I thank you Lord for in Jesus mighty name I have prayed Amen Hallelujah may I invite you to please be seated now before I go into the word of God please allow me to share with you what is going to happen on Wednesday which we call the Worship Wednesday. And the title of Wednesday's um, service has been, the theme for that service has been shared with you. It's open up now. Open up now. Now, let me tell you something. In, uh, I believe that it, was in, it is in Genesis 28, 11 to 12. Uh, we learn about Jacob where he slept. And he put the stone as like a pillow and he dreamt about of a ladder going up to heaven angels ascending to heaven and then descending 
and we interpret that to be that our request is taken up to heaven and the angels are bringing the answers back may we have answers in the name of Jesus but let me tell you something you know how many of you know that we are in the 11th hour what month are we this is the 11th hour and the bible tells us about paul and silas that as they were praying at the 11th hour the gates of the prison opened it opened to them now in this 11th hour god wants to bless you but he can only bless you if you listen to instructions why did we choose that topic if you give me the slide for wednesday open up now it talks the scripture reference talks about a blind man and a dumb man and they brought him to jesus and jesus prayed for him and his eyes opened and his ears opened don't miss the move of god because in this 11th hour god is going to instruct you your eyes is, will open to something new in the name of jesus let me tell you, you, you know if you cannot see it, you cannot apprehend it. So there will be some new opportunities that will come your way in this season because God wants to bless you. How many of you remember the word for the year? This year is the year of what? Divine settlement. God is not changing. But you must keep your eyes open. You must keep your ears open. You will hear a certain instruction which is why you must not miss the breakthrough prayers for success every Monday. You may have been coming, you may have been listening, not you may have been listening, you may have been tuning in, and you're asking yourself, when is my breakthrough going to happen? What if that instruction comes to you tomorrow morning? So, I'm going to encourage you in this season, open your eyes open your ears and that's what we'll be praying about on Sunday may the Lord on Wednesday I beg your pardon may the Lord help us in the name of Jesus now the scripture for us to succeed let's go back to our topic for today for you to succeed for me to succeed indeed for all endeavors to succeed there must be a process a good process is a way of doing things a pattern that guarantees you results so you come to church and you like the ambience of this church you like the coolness you like the lighting you like the way the sermon is delivered you like the way things are done in an orderly manner it is a process these things did not happen by accident when you show up at 8 30 or 9 every sunday some people have been walking since friday since thursday to make sure that the service works everything to the t including the way we take our announcements scripted so that there is a process so that that process will give us a good ending are you with me this morning so every human endeavor must follow a process if you find a product or service called a brand that is successful, check it. You'll find that there's a consistency of process. And that's what guarantees a good experience. The day that product or service 
fails to match your expectation or your experience that process has been compromised and therefore you begin to doubt it so one day if you come to church and it doesn't sound like grace assembly here we talk about perfection here we talk about transformation here we talk about the excellence of spirit and then you come and you see things being done in a shoddy way the first question you ask you say am i in grace assembly is that right or you say is this grace assembly standard may we never fall to that level in the name of jesus are you still with me in church are you still with me church so it starts to reason before therefore that when one of the disciples engaged jesus christ and asked him to give him or give them a prayer tutorial it means that before then when they were praying there was no pattern of praying hello everybody was just praying anyhow i need you to be with me this morning am i right otherwise why did the disciples say to jesus christ teach us how to pray because john the baptist taught his own disciples how to pray and we see results it also stands to reason that perhaps some of his disciples were praying and they were not getting the results they wanted because if they were getting the results they would not have asked him to teach them how to pray so they will pray sometimes things will happen and they will pray at other times at other times things will not happen in matthew 17 if you read from verses 14 to 21 i will not read because of time where a, a, a demon possessed child was brought to the disciples and they prayed for the child and the demon did not leave the child and then the father took the child to jesus christ and jesus christ prayed rebuked the bible says he rebuked the demon and he went out of the child then the disciples said to jesus how come we are not able to do it how come and jesus said you are not because you didn't have faith because you didn't follow the process part of the process of your prayers being answered is that you must have faith because he said if you have faith the size of a mustard seed and you say to the mountain be moved it will be moved but you did not follow the process now is this not the story of many of us is we pray and yet we don't get answers we labor in the place of prayer and we don't get what we want And the man of God came here and he taught us about witchcraft which he says and termed is the new witchcraft we'll talk about that later if we are Christians if our weapon is prayer how come we are still not as good as it we ought to be 
Nigeria is the most churched nation in the world. Right? If our prayer is being answered at the rate that we are giving it, should Nigeria be where it is? We can't even travel from here to Ibadan anymore. Ibadan, I remember in those days, yeah, we can't travel. Ibadan, in those days, we had, we were, we were supporting an orphanage in uh, Ibadan. I think it was, I can't remember the name of the orphanage. We used to leave church after service to go to Ibadan to go and see the children and we'll come back. Am I right? Dickness, uh, Ogunari? Yeah, yeah. We used to go. We just jump into the car. It was like going that way. You are even from Ibadan. You, you live, they grow up in Ibadan. You, you don't, you, you almost close your eyes to drive to Ibadan. It has now become a big problem. Which means there's something wrong with the process of our prayer. Am I right? Oh, come on. Let me hear. Am I right? Why? There's something wrong with the process. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. I said here in my notes that the powerhouse of any Christian is his prayer life. Many of us have prayer points, but we lack prayer lives. I think that was Pastor Steve that said that. Hello? Many of us have prayer points, but we lack prayer lives. Which one is important? Is it prayer points or prayer life? If the man of God were to ask you, write what you need, Come and submit it at the altar. You will see some people, full scrap sheet. Yet, there's no prayer life. And guess what? If we do not get our prayer lives right, we cannot get our Christian life right. So, on Monday, at 6.30 we are walking we, we, well many, many are awake but we have to spend 30 minutes to pray to set the week right and some are still being persuaded to join how how I will show you in the bible in, in my notes let me quickly attempt to raise a few points or pointers to, to a successful prayer life. It is by no means exhaustive and I like even in your own studies. I wish it was the days we used to do uh, fellowship because this would be a good topic for the house fellowship where we can discuss in detail the issues concerning prayers. The reason, maybe the reason why we are not breaking through is because our prayer lives suspect. Our prayer lives is not enough or it, 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 it has not been put together in such a way that it will guarantee us success. May we have success in the name of Jesus. I said perhaps we can even engage each other on the church platforms as we can all improve our prayer lives, including myself. 
And that is the objective of the sermon today. The objective of this sermon, to if you go out of here, is so that you and I can agree to do something to improve our prayer lives. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I said, wherever you are with your prayer life, you can do better. Okay. I'm going to quickly run through about seven things. And you can, like I said, it's inexhaustive. You can do, you can add to it. One, I've spoken about this. It's found in Matthew 17, 19 to 21. Matthew 17, 19 to 21. My first point. It says, then the disciples came to Jesus and privately said, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, I say to you, if you have the faith as a mustard seed. Have you seen a mustard seed before? Small, tiny thing. If a mustard seed drops here, we may have difficulty finding it. And the Bible says that if you have this faith, the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, and do we have some mountains in front of us? Do we have some great, serious mountains before of us? If you have no mountain, let me tell you one. Those politicians that are vying for the office in 2023, they are mountains. They are mountains. And we must ask them to do what? Move. Move. They must move. So, if you say to that politician, I'm not mentioning any name. If you say to that politician, move from here to there. There means oblivion. Let Nigeria go. Stop kneeling on the necks of Nigeria. The one you have chopped is enough. You can go away with that one. But this Nigeria, it will be sweet again in the name of Jesus. I heard one new one. You heard, Pastor, you heard about Jaka. There is an opposite of Jaka now. And that's what our prayer point, our prayer life will be. Jakpada. Jakpada. That all those who are jackpot, one man shaking him. And guess what? They are coming to meet us. They are coming to meet us. We that we are here, they will have to buy land from us. They will have to do business with us. That dollar or whatever they are bringing, they will give it to us in the name of Jesus. So he says, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing, absolutely nothing will be what? Impossible. Perhaps one of these days, we should have a faith clinic on how we can bolster our faith. Because when we talk about faith, many of us will say, oh yeah, I have faith. I believe you know, in the face of what's faith? In the faith of in the faith of evidence contrary to evidence I lost an uncle my very close uncle two weeks ago and I must confess so I told pastor three weeks about three weeks ago I believe and pastor followed me he's very close to pastor too uh, a reverend gentleman, some of you know him Reverend Yinkao Molulu he's been to church you know my mom's immediate younger brother and the man was on his sick bed and pastor came 
and was praying for him. Oga, I must admit to you, even as you are praying, me, my faith was not, I wasn't sure. <sighs> Pastor, maybe you should just pray for this man to go. We went to pray for him a week before he died and Pastor anointed him with oil. And I just said, look, I was looking at the evidence. I was seeing the sickness in the room. I was seeing the aura of death operating in the room. But thank God for men of God. Because against all evidence, he said, if God wants to do it, there's nothing that is impossible for God. Yeah, come. You know what? I came to understand something. He died. That's not the story. You believed till the end. And he kept on telling me that, look, Pastor Yomi, if God wants to do it, he will do it. Uncle will not die. And we learned from prayer why God, he does what he wants to do. It is not your business to believe for God or to decide for God. You hold on to the word of what God has said to you. And I learned from that experience, sir. Somebody told me about a young girl somewhere in Canada who was hit by a basketball. No, not a, a baseball. And she's in some coma and all of that. And as they were telling me that the doctor said the diagnosis is poor, I referred to the faith that you shared with me. And I said, guess what, guys? We're going to believe the report of the Lord. No matter what the doctors say, if God says it's going to happen, it will happen. God is still in the business of doing miracles. Let nobody fool you. The same God that rose, Jesus that re resurrected Lazarus after four days can still resurrect any situation that you are going through. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. So much has been said about this. It's difficult to keep faith when the evidence looks contrary. But it looks like a hopeless situation. But we must continue to speak life into that situation. You must continue to speak life into that situation. And God will help us in the name of Jesus. In Jeremiah 29, 12, it says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. I will listen to you. May God listen to us in the name of Jesus. Now this is hard. My second point, and I'm going to take it from Luke 22, 41 to 44. And you know the scripture. The Bible says, I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says, And he was withdrawn from them about a stone throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. How many of us are praying for something and at the end of it we say God not my will 
it is your will. Many of us are keeping malice with God because he did not do something we don't want. We, we wanted. Uh, I see you there. Yes, you are, you are smiling. No, it's okay. I've kept malice with God too. It's okay. Let's be a Christian. Because sometimes you say, God, why? Why me? Long time ago, I told you I used to tithe and I told you what my tithe was. Then they broke into my office and stole my decoder. The office decoder. Just a small decoder that we could buy. Do you know I didn't replace the decoder for one year? You know why? I said, I am a tither. Not only will the decoder be replaced, that the thief that carried the decoder must come. I'll be in my office one day and then I'll hear one knock. Sir, I'm the one who stole your decoder. Please take it. After one year and I didn't see anything, I had to go and buy it. <laughs> you know I so believed in it so I now asked God I said how can I be tithing how can I be doing so much and then you allow somebody to steal my decoder what kind of God are you ordinary decoder <laughs> I'm sure God was just looking and must have been amused at Kilagbe Kilaju ordinary decoder and then I was dragging I was dragging God how much was the decoder then it's even possible because the uh, M, the chairman of DSCB is a friend of mine it's even possible he gave me the decoder free self. I'm not even sure I bought it then guess what I tied a rope around God I was dragging him it was not his will that is why when David was praying for the son, the, 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 the son that he had with Bathsheba, that he should not die. And he was, he wouldn't eat, he covered himself with sack, he did everything, sack clothes and everything. Then when the child died, Bible says he got up, he washed, he changed his robe. And he went to eat. And the people were wondering, that, ah, you where your child did not die. He said, why? It is not my will. It is God's will. And guess what? It was the replacement of that child exhibited by the attitude of David that gave him Solomon. So, whatever you are going through now, even though you are praying and it's not coming to pass, perhaps the will of God, not even perhaps, I know that the will of God is at play. And Bible says that all things come together for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. The matter has not ended. Wait for me a bit. Those who have been making fun of you, those who have been making jest of you, those who have been leaving you, they are going to come back to come and celebrate you in the name of Jesus. So the second one is it is not my will, not my will. Make sure that it is not not your will but his. 
Number three, you must pray in the spirit. And we established that. I like the way Pastor Steve dealt with it on a Wednesday. Because in Romans 8, 26, or, or no, let me, let, let me go there. He says, let me go, Romans 8, 26. He says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for and as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Give me in the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. If you don't understand that, let's read this one. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Do you have a weakness? Does anybody here have a weakness? I have a weakness. For example, we do not know what God wants us to pray for. So, don't just get up you, and start blah, 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 blah. You know, I like something that the man of God says. He said, the breakthrough prayers are Holy Ghost inspired. Open your ears. Holy Ghost inspired. There are people who are just praying. But you know, sometimes, especially at a public function, you give somebody a microphone to pray and the person just goes on. Some people would have sat down, some people would have stood up, you know. You must pray according to the Spirit. Anytime, if you're a member of this church and you have an opportunity to pray, even in a gathering, you must ask God, what would you have me pray about? Don't just pick the microphone and begin to speak. It says, we do not know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. I'm going to now, I'm going to quick, I'm going to move faster. Number three, the intent of our prayers, the intention of our prayers. Why are you saying the prayer? Let me share something with you. First Samuel 19 11. So Anna arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting in the seat of the doorpost of the tabernacle of God. And she was in the bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. We know the story. Then she made a vow. The prayer that you are praying, what do you want to use it for? The Bible says that you pray, I think it's in James, but you do not receive because you pray amiss. My Lord, that car that I want, when I get it, Father, when I arrive in church, ah, I will go They will agree. Even the pastor, you understand me? When, when, when you produce, when you take the car to the pastor to bless, what kind of prayer you want the pastor to say, <laughs> uh, Pastor, when you are preaching now, you must use my car to be preaching. Oh, you are really joyful to God. Whatever you have, it's not yours, it's God's. If you took your car to the pastor and the pastor said, thank you very much, the Lord has been looking for a car like this. 
and he takes <laughs> I says the Lord ah the Lord spoke to me let me be careful there <laughs> or you build a house and the man of God says guess what the Lord says we should use this house as a restroom or as a safe heaven for destitutes. Are you still going to be a Christian? So what is the intention of your prayer? What do you want that prayer for? Concerning Anna, where I'm going is that she made a vow. She said, this child I will give to the Lord. And guess what? That was the only child she had then. It wasn't as if she had 15. And then she said she was going to give one to God. You must check the intention of your prayers. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Number four, you must build a relationship with him. In Matthew 7, 7 to 11, I'm not going to read it. You know the story about... Uh, um, well, let me even read it for you. Matthew 7, 7 to 11, it says, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Why? Verse 8. For everyone who asks and receives, he who seeks finds and he who knocks, it will be opened. Verse 9. Or what man is there among you who if his, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, he will give him a serpent. You know Why? Because your son has a relationship with you. Hallelujah. You're, you know, I now knew, guess what? How many parents are here? Let me ask honestly, how many of you would take a bullet for your child? You won't even look back. Hello? You, if you are not putting up your hand, you have not become a parent. If somebody says between me and Allah, I won't even think about it. I won't even think. It's not even something I'll contemplate. Guess what? I'm 60. How many more? The boy is 20 something. I will now replace my life with his own. I will gladly lay it down. Why? Because you have a relationship with that child. And God is saying that if you have a relationship with me, I can lay down many things for you. God is not a supermarket that you will go, you will pick items, drop in the shopping basket and then you walk out. And then you don't see him again. Until you need something else. Let me tell you, prayer is not until you kneel down. Prayer is when you converse. You know, Bible, God says, come, let us reason together. When you are driving, you can pray. Even in your sleep, you can pray. God gives you the permission to ask him questions. If something happens to you, say to God, how did this happen? Are you with me? So, you must commit, you, 
when we pray on Friday, Monday morning, it's communion with God. Guess what? Even if he chooses not to bless us, we'll still pray on Monday morning. Not to come and talk of the fact that he said he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, when you get up from your bed at 6.30 and you tap into the prayers of God, he will reward you. But God, even if you, you know, one of my best scriptures is the one of um, the three Hebrew children. If you read that scripture well, they had been calling, oh king, oh king, oh king. When he got to that one, they called him by the name. Oh Nebu, guess what? Even if our God does not deliver us, we will not bow. When you go to God only for something you can get, you should check your Christianity. So that is why good things, uh, bad things sometimes happen to good people and they continue to keep your faith. When we are talking of the fathers of faith in this Nigeria, we talk about the likes of Pastor Adeboye. He lost a son. Sorry? Young son. A good, another pastor. And some people were using it to mock Pastor Adeboye. If you were really a man of God, Can I tell you something? I've seen men of God that don't have biological children but they pray for others and they have children. So be careful. Be careful. Don't join them. Don't join them. Because in some of those things, the consequences is very dire. Don't join anybody in castigating a man of God. Bible says that the gift of God is without without repentance. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. So build a relationship with God. Talk to him. Just talk to him like you talk to your dad. I like the way Pastor Steve said it again. He said, on that ser- at that service, he said, until you know him as your father. Is that how you put it? That you must, Yes, God is God, but you must also know him as a father. And I remember the example he gave that if he were to bound into pastor's office, he has to knock. But a Timmy can open the door. In fact, his father can be in the bathroom and he open the door and he enter. And the man has soap on his face. He says, who is that? He says, it's me, it's me, daddy. What will he do? He will smile. That's the relationship God wants to have. Do you love somebody? You make excuses for the person. The reason why you are still enjoying the grace is because God loves you so much that he makes excuses for you. Even when you make mistakes, when you are in sin, he says, God, I love you. I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. So, that is why he says, even the lawful captive shall be set free. He says, me, because of your relationship with me, I will always make a way of escape for you. Are you still with me, church? Come on, let's celebrate God this morning. Number five. 
my scripture is taken from Philippians 4, 6. It says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be known. And I like the way the New Living Translation put it. It says, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. You know, even pastors sometimes he will call me, ah, Pastor Holmes, I know things, your business. He still asks me how far. He knows some challenges. He will keep on asking me, how is it going? And I say to him, that one, I always say to him, you know, I say, oh God, God has settled me. He will settle me. Because I don't want to worry about anything. Instead, pray about some things. Come on now, hear me, church. Pray about some things. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Now, let me show you. In one, it says, the Bible is very intentional. It says, pray about everything. And then in the next sentence, it says, tell. Did he say pray? Did he say pray? Come on, be with me, church. Minister Tega, he says what? Tell. You pray to somebody who is a superior being. So when you go to the king or the president, in ministry, you say, then you put your prayer after you have written and say, now I seek the following prayers. Is that not what he said? Or you go to court. I seek the selling prayer. But guess what? Can Timmy, Femi Paul pray to his father? What does he do? He tells his father. How many of us are telling God, you know, God, I just love you this morning. I just want to thank you. You know, this outfit I'm wearing, I just feel so good this morning. It's all by your grace, God. You know what? I love it. This one that you are giving me, Baba, you are giving me another one. I want another one of this. But I don't have the money yet. But I know you. You never should change me. God, I got a wedding of my daughter coming up. And guess what? I know you. Because your thought for me is good. Not of evil. You are going to make that wedding grand. I don't have the money, but you're going to provide. Tell your neighbor, tell God something. As a matter of fact, you can write God a love letter. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. He says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Too many of us are murmuring. December 4th, yeah. Yeah. December 4th. So when we came up with the, when the idea of December 4th came up, we've never done it in this church. And let me tell you something. When something that has never happened, happens, you know that God wants to do something that he has never done. He wants to do something. So I don't want you to approach that December 4th anyhow. My sisters and my brothers, Get ready. God is about to do something in this church. Be part of what God wants to do. I know Auntie Fushua is going to like me now. I'm preaching her. She's nodding. <laughs> Be part of it. Bring something. Anna gave her child 
you want something from God but you do not want to produce anything say to Antifusial say to Minister James say, you know what leave this part for me I am going to deal with it the reason why those of us who are parents attend orthodox churches the reason why their prayer is going for us is that their thanksgiving they do every year harvest am I right they don't joke with it all. when my mom was alive you must put money there whether you like it or not correct money because even in the country home in my village I was not there my brother just called me he says oh please send me 100,000 I said for what he said they called harvest and he stood up and pledged 100,000 and gave them on my behalf About calling me first, do you know if I have a hundred thousand? And he said something to me, Go yearning to buy year, where the people shame, love, shame, boy, hundred thousand. You are traveling, you are going all over the place, and nothing has happened to you. There's no need for me to call you. And guess what? That hundred thousand naira, if you don't give it, I've given it to you because you guess what? I'd rather spend that hundred thousand on you than they bring me bring you to me in a coffin how much is a hundred thousand December 4 is a date is the mother of all thanksgiving guess what on that day heaven you will taste heaven in this church and guess what? Every breakthrough, everything you've been praying about is called. Guess what? Just gather everything. And if you are me, if you are, even bring your family, everybody, let them partake of the blessing. The Lord will give us, uh, the Lord will make it happen for us in the name of Jesus. I want to close, but let me quickly take you two more points. One, pray for one another. You must not your prayer must not always be about yourself and about your family pray for one another bible tells us in job 42 10 it says it was when jake job prayed for his friends give me job 42 10 it says it was when job prayed for his family for his friends that the god turned around his fortunes and he had double of what he hears. And it brings me to something else. Some of us, our prayers are not answered because we are harboring unforgiveness. I went on a trip on about two weeks ago and also and we were at service and this, the, the man of God preached and somebody there my age said he had been in contention with his father for God knows how long. Maybe they haven't spoken in the last 15 or 20 years. And I said, you know what your problem is? Your problem is because the man is still alive. That's why. Should be, is somebody that is alive that you're having contention with? Some of us, our parents, this year, 50 years that my father died, if I had the chance, would I be arguing with him? 
Bible says that when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, in fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. It's time to forgive someone. Let me tell you what forgiveness is. It's not, it, does, it doesn't depend on the person saying sorry. Hello? The person doesn't have to say sorry to you. But you forgive. Because in the Lord's prayer he said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who are indebted to us. Number seven, pray ceaselessly. We must persevere in the place of prayer. Ephesians 6.18 says, Praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. In Acts 10 verse 1, it says, There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. Verse 2, A devout man, one who feared God, these are his credentials I'm reading to you. I'm reading his resume to him, to you. A devout man, one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and did what? Pray to God always. My brother-in-law lives in Atlanta. And when I go and visit them, you know, when they get in, we are going to the shop. The shop is maybe that corner there. When they get into the car, they say, Father, we are going to the shop. Go with us. Just down the road. But I have an understanding. What they are doing is what? Praying always. Always. You know why? You know why you must pray always? Because in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. I remember, I, I read something about the life of Robert Nestor Marley, that you know as Bob Marley. And he was about to go on a show. And he was shot. And the next day, he was shot. Uh, he had a bullet in his body. And the next day, he went to perform. So somebody asked him that, Ah, you have been shot. Why did you go for the uh, performance? He said, The evil people are not resting. They are not taking a day off. Why should I take a day off? It means that every day should be a day of prayer for us. The devil is not taking any recess. The devil is not taking time off. Why are you taking time off? Every opportunity that you have to pray, join the prayer. We pray on Monday. Some of you don't know, we pray on Monday at 6.30 a.m. And we pray on that same Monday at 6 p.m., the Monday prayer group. Some of you join. You must form a habit of praying always. Those of us on the island church, we have a prayer platform. We pray every day. Every morning.
So Muslims pray, yes. The other faith, they pray five times a day. Have you been at a meeting, a high-level meeting? They don't joke with it all. They don't joke. Are you, am I joking? High-level meeting that you are hiding your cross inside. Let them not know that I'm a Christian before. The guy will just wake up. That's why I have to pray. You get to Heathrow. You get to Charles the God. Get anywhere where it is time for prayers. They will go somewhere and they will pray. And yet we, we are lukewarm. The Bible says you are neither hot nor cold. What will you do? I will spew you. For us to be successful as Grace Assembly, we need to up our prayer life. We need to do more. Hello? Some of us, we are not here at 8 o'clock, 8.30. When even the prayers start this morning, please celebrate. Where's Minister Laughingon, Ronke Laughingon? She led us this morning. Can you please celebrate her? Prayer starts at 8.30. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. So, I'm going to end. Bye. Revelations 12.1 And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to death. Job 13.17-19 says Listen carefully to my speech and to my declaration with your ears. See now, I have prepared my case. I know that I shall be vindicated. Who is he who will contend with me if now I hold my tongue? If now I hold my tongue, I perish. We are going to end this teaching on prayer with some very powerful declarations. May I ask you to please stand. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. That's their spoken word. We are going to, we are going to declare some things. This is the 11th month. God still has something in stock for us Bible says that in Daniel 10 12 and 13 then he said to me do not fear Daniel from because from the first day you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before God your words were heard I have come because of your words may the Lord come because of our words in the name of Jesus oh I don't like that amen I said may the Lord come because of our words in the name of Jesus but the prince of Persia withstood me 21 days and behold Michael one of the chief princes came to help me for I had been left alone there with the king of Persia. I want to declare grace assembly standing upon the authority of God in this church that every prayer concerning you in line with the will of God will be answered today in the name of Jesus. I said will be answered today in the name of Jesus. Grace Assembly, I declare. The Bible, Bible says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy will come in the morning. So I declare, Grace Assembly, your morning has arrived in the name of Jesus. There shall be no more weeping in this church. Joy has come for us in the name of Jesus. In Psalm 62 verse 11, God says, 
God has spoken once, twice have I heard that all power belongs to Jesus. I said and I declare the power of God will work for us in grace assembly in the name of Jesus. The power of God will work for us in Nigeria in the name of Jesus. That dollar will continue to crash in the name of Jesus. Righteousness will reign in this nation in the name of Jesus. Everybody that has left, you will come back. You will seek this nation. I declare Nigeria, you will flow with milk and honey in the name of Jesus. I pray and I declare grace assembly, every desire of your heart, according to the will of God, will be met in the name of Jesus. There's still time in 2022. God said this is the year of divine settlement. You said your word will not go back to you empty. Everybody under the sound of my voice, I pray and I declare God would settle you in 2022 in the name of Jesus. Our crossover service will be a service of testimonies in the name of Jesus. I declare that the God that turned around the fortunes of Job for good will turn around our fortune for good in the name of Jesus. Grace Assembly, I declare that no matter how difficult this year has been, God, by reason of our incessant prayers, Monday morning prayers, Wednesday, Wednesday service, Sunday morning, workers' con congregational meeting, everything that God, you will crown 2022 with goodness in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. And the people of God said, Be. I welcome you to your new season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated.